Welcome to episode two of Your Next Sale. Mark Dimmick here with friend and colleague Peter Robertson. Welcome. G'day, G'day Mark. How you going? Mate, very well. How are you finding things in the market? Look, it's really interesting. The spring uh, uplift is definitely happening. I think that's combined this year with a bit of a damming up effect of uh, some events happening at the end of the last financial year. Yes. I think we're going to see a lot more activity across the marketplace in the new financial year going forwards than we saw probably in the latter half of the last financial year. So I think, look, it's really positive, really busy. Um, a lot more buyers out and about, people having a go and making offers and engaging with us a lot more with our clients. Yes. And I think we're seeing sellers uh, coming forwards as well. You know, appraisal activity is going up, planning, scheduling ahead for launches uh, between now and Christmas. Busy time of the year. It's definitely, good. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. And obviously the Perth market, but being in different markets, one me being south of the river, you being in the western suburbs, it's interesting to see the uh, ebbs and flows of the market and of those big changes and how it works. Because I've noticed previously that sometimes you're flat out in the western suburbs yep. with new properties coming on and people writing up offers, whereas not so much south of the river. Yep. and then vice versa, obviously. Yeah, it's interesting. Look, it's, the real estate market is definitely cyclical, uh, and we see that on a macro scale, so nationally, uh, and then we can zoom in and see the differences or the ebb and flow between the major cities on the east coast and the west coast, and then you can you know, micro that down further to the suburbs around Perth and exactly what we're talking about within the catchment of our, our office and our team. We're seeing some of us, with the, as we said before, I think a team of 10 salespeople, yep. some of us will have weeks when we're flat out and other members on the team are quiet. Definitely. Uh, so different pockets uh, are responding differently to what's going on in the marketplace. Yep. So let's get into it, mate. Okay. What do you want to talk about today? Look, something that we get asked a lot, and we thought this would be a, a good value add for our, the people watching and listening and reading uh, what we're putting out with our content, the explanation around the no price or the fuzzy price marketing that we see in the marketplace. Yes, it gets asked all the time. All the time. This has been a trend. So what we're talking about is when there isn't a specific price on a property, so there isn't a, a specific asking price or a specific from price, when you either have completely no price marketing, like yes. an auction campaign where yep. the agent says, look, we're not giving any kind of a price guide whatsoever. We'll come back and have a chat about that, yep. how to handle it. When there's a price guide, for example, you know, low, mid and high, be that low ones, mid ones, high ones, or all the way through the spectrum, low, low nine millions, mid nine millions, high yep. nine millions, etc. So let's start off with the no price. What are the options? Because there's an abundance of them. The main classes that we'd put into the no price marketing would be auctions, closing date sales, Offers invited. Contact agent. Contact agent. To a lesser extent, you don't see it so much anymore, but EOI, expressions yes. of interest. Yes, I don't see that a lot. Okay. No if, indication. Okay, if there's no price guide at all to helping our, our viewers who are buyers and thinking, how do you tackle that? Yep. Look, I would always ask the agent for a price guide, even if one isn't published online or nice. in the marketing. I'd say, look, can you give me a price guide? What kind of range are we talking about? What do you say to your sellers when you categorically know that with a no price guide, marketing campaign, there are buyers that will not contact you, categorically will not phone up to say what price guide, will not email to ask what price guide, will not come to the home, home, home open to ask the same thing. Yeah. There are obviously people out there that will come in and ask that question because yep. they're of interest and there, are, there is so much no price point marketing going on at the moment in the yep. activity, yep. but there are still people that you will hands down miss. Yep, I'm not a fan at all actually of saying there's no price guide at all. So I would always say to my sellers, 
It's prudent to offer a guide, some gold posts uh, for buyers so yep. they can understand if this is broadly within their price bracket or not. If it seems to be sitting above their price bracket, quite often I'd still encourage people uh, to come and have a look. If they yep. they're said, look, let's say I'm selling something for high twos and I get someone comes and says, well, what does this mean? We'll come back to that in a sec. But it turns out through that conversation that they're perhaps looking more mid twos, low yes. to mid twos. I'd still say, look, come, come and have a look. Yeah, come through, have a look at the property, see how its its attributes, its features, its benefits um, resonate uh, with you and yeah. how that works, and that will help them understand the market. And also, I've often found that if someone really loves a property, they'll probably find that the, those extra resources or stretch that bit further to see if they can participate with it. Yep. All right. So I would always preempt for my sellers and say we should be thinking about what kind of a price guide we want to give to people. Yep. All right. So on the price guide, let's say that we believe that it's worth 2.75-ish. Yep. On a guide, how would you guide buyers coming into the market? On a guide, what would you actually put on there? And why? Yep, okay, it depends a little bit on what comparables there are out in the marketplace and what we've used to establish that 2.75. Because just coming back to that low, middle and high, Really, a low ones would mean one to about 1.35, yep. 1.3 and 1.35. Mid ones is kind of about 1.35 through to maybe about 1.7 yep. approximately. Yep. And then high ones would be typically 1.7 approximately again up to the two. Up to the two. All right. So where it is uh, takes some refinement is if you have a property think two, you know, 1.75 yep. as an example, that's sitting between the low to the high. Uh, and it depends a little bit on the market activity, how many people we think are out there for that. It also depends on price point because at a spe- specific price point, say from things north of 5 mil for example, mm-hmm. you can actually go early to mid. Yep. So you can give that 10% variation, mm-hmm. which is that 500 grand mm-hmm. variation, obviously on the lower price point properties, you can't have half a million dollars. Yeah, correct. If it's 1.75, I'd say, look, let's run this with offers from mid to high ones. Yes. And that's going to bridge that space between the, that mid one uh, bracket and then the high one. So it's indicating to buyers or to the marketplace that we're somewhere in that that bridging price point. Okay, taking one step back, if you have an agent who says, okay, I'm not giving any kind of a price guide at all on this one, because you and I, we get get asked about this a lot, I would, as a buyer, as someone in the marketplace dealing with that situation, then ask them for the comparables. So I'd say, okay, great, you're not giving me a price guide, but can you give me some comparable sales from the area, both sold and for sale that you think I should be considering as a reference point around this property. I've dealt with an agent before when I've called up on behalf of a buyer. He categorically said no comparables Mm -hmm. and no price guide. And from that day forward, I will never do business with him. Very, very bizarre. Thankfully, we don't get, we don't come up against that a lot. And I think Buyers find that extremely frustrating. It tends to shut down the inquiry, Definitely. not, not encourage it. Completely. And it shuts down uh, probably other agents trying to work yep. with buyers in conjunct. So I'm not a fan of that. And so I'd, I'd ask for the comparables. If the agent wouldn't give me any comparables, I'd say, come and give either give, Mark give or myself a call, a call and uh, we'll give you the comparables as, as we see it uh, around that property. And that's going to give you some basis or some, some reference points to, to try and guide things around. Yep. 
So then we come to the point where the agent says, okay, we'll give you a price guide. Yes. Now I get this as well when I've given a price guide as an example, high ones, we'll, use, we'll stay in the, in the one mils as, a, as a, for the purpose of the exercise. Yep. I've said, look, it's in the marketplace, it's in the marketing literature, high ones, yep. price guide, and people come say, can you give us a price? So I think we should also cover off why we don't put a specific price on a property. Sure. Where this, shall we say, fuzzy pricing yep. with a broad price range comes from and why. Yep. And how to tackle that again as, as a buyer in the marketplace looking sure. at those properties. Sure. Certainly not one size fits all when it comes to marketing. Um, there is all these different strategies. They all have value at some point or another. Yes. Uh, the only one that I think we've agreed doesn't, we don't, we're not keen on is to say there's no price guide, there's Definitely. no price on it whatsoever, we're not going to give you any comparables, we're not going to tell you anything about the marketplace, yep. Yep. and you just go and sort it out yourself. Good luck. Be good luck, because that's really... Uh, well, it's rude, it's, un, it's unprofessional. It's, it's very un unprofessional. It's also counterproductive. Oh, I mean, we're here I to... I couldn't believe how much that put me on the back foot yeah. and has actually stopped me from co contacting this agent over the past now. Seriously, that was probably seven years ago. There you go. So I'm sure that agent has got buyers that they're dealt with the same way yep. who would feel exactly the same. Yep. So we're not fans, clearly, you can pick up of the uh, not helping clients at all. We think that's a bit silly. Uh, there's clearly questions that as a buyer, if you're looking or if you're faced with this, this fuzzy or non-specific price marketing, what you can ask, the comparables. Don't be sold, afraid so to ask for comparables. Ask, ask the questions, ask, ask for the, the comps, yep. get a sense of the market, ask for some reports, what's the market been doing statistically, is the housing market trending upwards, downwards, flat? Yep. A lot of people make some assumptions about that that are quite often wrong when you yep. look at the hard data. Definitely. Uh, and if, you're, if you remain feeling that you are being unhelped by the agent that you're talking to, come and talk to us because we will help you. And hopefully that's given some clarity to what this pricing structure means, how to handle it when you come across it in the market as a buyer, and why uh, we don't uh, put a specific price on yep. it and why we might be in a price range as, as opposed to a specific. Yep. Anything else you think we can, uh, we can add to this one to round it off for our viewers? I think it wraps it up, mate. I'm very excited. This is episode two. We come out to uh, episode three. Hopefully, uh, next week our uh, next conversation will be just as uh, just as helpful. We're seeking to add some value to you guys. So, also, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to email them into us. If Definitely. there's anything in particular you want to want to raise uh, about how this whole crazy world of real estate transaction works, from the buying, the selling, the leasing, we cover all of it. Everything. Uh, so we're open to questions as well. So, Mark, mate, thanks very much. Thanks, Peter. Thanks for watching. Great. See you later. Have a good day.